Yes, so... I'm Dan. I'm Andrew. And we're over over it. it. We are over it. And let me tell you, I am just, I'm over it. Both feet. (sighs) However, shock of the century. Thanksgiving went well? Thanksgiving went well. Wow. It was the first thanksgiving that i've had in my entire 32 years where i didn't overeat uh i didn't feel any crazy pressure because i this was the first thanksgiving in 15 years that i haven't helped with in any fashion essentially uh i just kind of sat and enjoyed the parade which you never get to do i enjoyed the dog show which you never get to do i enjoyed the football which i never get to do wow I, everything's I, coming up growl i know i only had two glasses of wine and didn't feel the need to have any extra i only had one slice of pie mm-hmm. even got to take home some leftovers but didn't like take too much I, I just it was nice and then the next day we had our little thanks miss and you know say for just like a few a few things of course you know that that, uh, that always happened when i'm around my family but like everyone got great gifts everyone uh gave great gifts it was really lovely just the whole few days was like wow this is really lovely so i think the i think the general rule is no more no more holidays at my parents place because my sister feels like she has to work there where instead when she's hosting she wants to like do the work because she signed up yeah because she signed up so it's um but will she offer in the future that is my question i think that that is a conversation that i am not (laughs) ready to have because a I honestly don't mind where I go. The only thing that I do not like about going to uh, going to DC is just it's it's just one hour longer than I really like being on Amtrak. Mind you, mind you, I've learned the hack with Amtrak, which you should share with our listeners. Bring a book and buy a bottle of wine on the train. It doesn't matter how Can much you it is. Drink the wine on the train. Oh yeah, I drank. I drank. I drank. I got. I got a half bottle of wine on the way down. I was did you not- go by yourself, or did Angie meet you before you went there? I went down by myself, and then on the way back, we also. I also got her like a white claw, and we got <laughs> some wine. It was just like, of it's, course, a it's white like claw. just just drink on the train. Yeah, like take advantage of the snack bar. They have pretzels and hummus, which isn't bad. Like I, I wouldn't eat the food, food, but I have before. Just like take advantage of the fact that you can get up and kind of like walk around, go to the dining car, yeah, bring a book, you know, just like, and shockingly enough, this was the first time in maybe a decade of me taking the t- taking Amtrak. Going back to New York City was actually on time, if not early. So, oh, interesting. I, I know. So that's the Amtrak hack. Um, also, what really helps. I know my I, I know my dad listens to this sometimes, but uh, I was not happy about going to uh, Thanksgiving this time around just because I really was very nervous about how my sister was going to treat everybody. Uh, I just got kind of drunk before I left. I like I, I like my my train was a, was like maybe like 10 minutes delayed. I just went to a bar. I was like, eh, have fun. You went to a bar 
when your thing was only delayed by 10 minutes? Isn't that risky? Well, I also got done with work kind of early. Oh, okay. I was like, I would never. Oh, no, no. So I, so my boss basically kind of kicked me out of the office. He's like, don't you have a train? Nice. And it was like five. And I was like, yeah, but like my train's not till 630. He's like, just get out of here. I was like, okay, fine. <laughs> so I went, I went down the block to the pizza place on my office's like block, which is like one of the best pizza places in Midtown. Like I've ordered from there before. Sure. It's, it's so good. And I got a beer there and I was like, ah. and so I got to the Amtrak and I was still like an hour early and I was, and they were like, yeah, we're delayed. I was like, oh, I'm going to the bar. And I just, yeah, they, why not? They, they still don't have a bar yet in Moynihan train station, which I will look forward to that next time. But Moynihan yes, train station, Moynihan. Yeah. That's what Penn station is called now. The Moynihan oh train. Home. That sounds awful. I, have you been? No, but like the, just the Moynihan, oh. like it doesn't really roll off the tongue. You know, like Penn Station is like, Papa, Moynihan. <laughs> it's like literally triple the syllables. It's like, I mean, you're talking about people that regularly fly out of LaGuardia. Like, yeah, but LaGuardia is still like <laughs> LaGuardia. Like, you know what I mean? Like, sure, from, sure. From a, I don't even know if aliquation is like, like the right term for it, but like, like the way that it feels in your mouth pun intended um, <laughs> is more pleasurable to say LaGuardia than I already forgot the name of the complicated one yeah Moynihan yeah Moynihan you know what I mean like it doesn't feel good to say where LaGuardia feels like fine but who knows if it's because it's LaGuardia or because I'm just conditioned to saying it that's true because I still call it Penn Station and I know it's the Moynihan Moynihan train hall and they've done a nice the train job hall with it. can't even be the station anymore not gonna be the train hall they have a goddamn blue bottle a Magnolia bakery in there a Starbies like they've it's actually pleasurable to get onto Amtrak. Whereas before it was like, you had to wait in that weird space. Yeah. People were just like, I need money. And I'm like, I I'm riding Amtrak. You think I have money? Honestly though. It's so <laughs> funny when people like, okay, it's not funny, right? Like homelessness is never funny, but it's no. interesting. Like when you're in those situations and people are like panhandling, like they're asking you for money, but they're like the sixth person you've walked by on that street and i'm like either somebody's on your turf or you're not paying attention because or both mm -hmm. because you're asking for money and six people have already asked me for money to begin with and some like a lot of the times i just go about my day yeah but sometimes i do give money and then i was like i'm sorry like you asked too late i already gave it to somebody and yeah. they either don't believe you <sighs> or they're like well you probably have more and i was like no sir sir or ma'am this is individual this, yes individual this is the dunkin donuts outside my amtrak right you think, you think i have money you think i'm really coming to public transportation with lots of cash no oh uh, i remember somebody tried to be like because i said i was heading to a meeting and i was you know at my last job i could go to a meeting in shorts and like sandals in the summer yeah because our main clients aren't there. You know what I mean? So yeah. like, who cares? And they were like, oh yeah, I'm sure you're really going to a meeting in your sandals. And I was like, yeah, I am. And they're like, must be nice 
wish I had that kind of job. And I was like, apply. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, I don't know what you, I'm not going to assume you don't have the qualifications. I am also, I am also like, that's kind of a baffling thing to be like, must be nice. Like, well, thanks. Like, I don't know what to tell you. Why are you not yeah. going to believe me? Like, uh, my my favorite one though, and I and I, then I do want to talk about your Thanksgiving. So my best friend, shout out to shout out to Tyler. Um, when he visited me one time in New York City, we were in Christopher Street. I think I've told the story before, but it's still my favorite story of all time. So we went to a dinner at um, this really great restaurant, and then we went afterwards to get some gum. And my friend Tyler like got a pack of gum. We walk outside this this homeless person is like, "Excuse me, do you have any change? Do you have any money?" Because he saw us come out of the bodega, and he and my friend who's also he's the one who's your height. He looked yeah. down at his gum. And he goes, "This is all I have left in this world." Uh. And she literally just she went like, "I don't like that's I I can't argue with that." That was really like perfectly funny. We just we were just walking to the village laughing. I'm like, I feel bad for this woman, but it was like. That was the perfect way to respond to that. She even admitted, just like, damn, that's really funny. That's good. Like the 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 houseless person said the that that's all they have in the world. Or no, my friend, my friend just goes, This is all I have in the world. So he's yeah. like, I have no more change. And she and the houseless person was just like, dang, that's the best response anyone could have possibly given me. Like, I can't <laughs> find fault with that. As like a no. Yeah, it's like a because I feel like the best response would be like, actually, I'm just gonna make you a billionaire. Like, you know. What I mean? <laughs> <laughs> so, how was your Thanksgiving? How was your ho- holidays? Okay, my Thanksgivings were fine because uh, I had one in Las Vegas and then one in San Francisco. Yeah. Um, I definitely did not spend a lot of time in Vegas. Mm. But I'm okay with that because we're going to be spending like two weeks in December, mm. which admittedly is a lot of time. But at that, time, that is hefty. Yeah, my uh, my friends from New York, or two of my friends from New York, I should say, are going to be there for New Year's. Oh, so fun! That's fun. Um, my friend from SoCal is going to be there. Uh, so like, it's not just going to be the traditional Vegas like sure experience i am going to see people that i would normally see there um and i don't know it's i like being in vegas it's enjoyable for me i wish that the that the time spent there was a little bit further apart than you know we're basically only here for two weeks and then going right back over there yeah um but you know, you can't control when the holidays are, so you just gotta roll with it and just be appreciative of the of the time that you have. You know, I um, completely understand. The trip to Las Vegas was, like I said, was good. The trip to San Francisco was good as well. We had a good time. It was my family and my partner's family, but my partner is very neurotic in terms of. Uh, not neurotic, but they have a lot of anxiety about like everything has to go well and our parents need to enjoy each other every second of the day. And I was like, our parents have spent a lot of time together. Like they probably need a break. You know what I mean? Because our parents get along, but I don't think that they necessarily have a lot in common. And so like, eventually they're going to run out of things to talk about. You know what I mean? Mm Mm-hmm. 
and that's okay like they don't need <laughs> to be best friends like that's an unrealistic expectation yeah if anything like the in i feel like the in-law situation uh well in your case well no in your case in-law situation um it's just so much more like i feel like a lot of it comes into like weird competition because in in my situation my um my my parents have not met angie's parents at all yeah we'd like that to happen i don't think we're ever gonna have both angie's mom and dad in the same room with my parents but we would probably Mm -hmm. see angie's dad or whatever and it's like not that i have asked for this but angie's even she goes i like spending time with your parents a lot more she goes my parents are really tough to be around i'm like I'm not going to go out there and say that because I'd rather spend time, honestly, and this is silly, but I'd rather spend time with her parents for Christmas. Are you kidding me? We, sure. get to, we get to go to church. We don't give gifts. No one yells at you just for like existing. Yeah. Like, oh, no, I would rather be with your parents. So not that, I mean, obviously I like my parents a lot, but it's like, I always feel like there's that weird kind of competition. Sure. And, it's, and it's like, I mean, I don't know. I also feel like the art of the conversation kind of doesn't exist with the older generation. And I and, and I know that's this is a bold hypothesis that I'm working on. Sure. And I I'm you know, you can please jump in and say bullshit, but it's like they say that all we do is like all oh, while we are is on our phones blah 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 but it's like listen we've been on like aol instant messenger we we know how to talk to people yeah like people our age really we grew up before the internet was mainstream and we've been able to adopt it whereas like my parents they just sit there on their phones they're in yeah. their 70s and they sit there on their phones like they know how to talk because my dad's a very good and my mom is a very good conversationalist but i feel like a lot of the older generation like they have a hard time connecting with other people because there isn't that sort of like, no matter if they were born in the same generation, there's a lot of stuff that isn't just like shared because the world wasn't as accessible. Whereas now it's like, I could meet, I could meet anybody and become friends with them in an afternoon. Like I could make friends with paint on the wall because I'm like, Hey, I understand that we're all connected. I know how to talk this. I feel like a lot of that is just that the conversation is dead with an older generation because they don't know how to either identify or know how to even like, like small talk, while it can be a little pedantic, it's like, you know, you got to know how to, you got to know very small things that you can kind of talk about for a long time. Even something as silly as like, hey, have you seen any good movies? What did you think about this? Doesn't have to be political, doesn't have to be whatever those are just very simple ways to make conversations i completely agree in terms of like the, i don't necessarily like because i feel like my my parents are very sociable and i feel like my partner's parents are as well and there's less of a competition in mm-hmm. terms of like my mom would always rather i go visit her right because she just wants sure. to spend a boatload of time you know, my partner's parents are always saying like, come visit all of this stuff. So of course there might be a competition there, but I truly enjoy spending time with both sets of parents. I just feel a little bit more guilty when I don't spend time with my, like if I had, if I'm in the position where I have to choose, right. Mm -hmm. Uh, I try and be as fair as possible because it's not fair that, you know, we spend 
more time with one set of parents than the other but at the same time like my mom is very vocal about like if I don't go see her she's upset and it makes it yeah difficult that is uh you know actually funny enough I mean not that not that not that my mom um not that my mom I have to word this very carefully because my dad does the my dad does listen um the older I've gotten the more I've realized that my mom is kind of manipulative and very passive aggressive and I kind of got called out on something that I wasn't appreciative over on Thanksgiving because I was like, hey, you know, I said, you know, I mean, I have to I have to visit my parents anyways in uh, in February because yeah. uh, my mom's getting surgery. I want to make sure that they're OK. But I was like, yeah, I'll probably see you guys around Fourth of July next year. And my mom's like, oh, well, you know, there's more holidays. Like, what about Easter? I was like, I'm busy on Easter. And they're like, what? Do you have a gig? And she's like, yeah, what are you doing? I was like, and this is my life yeah i have an appointment that day for something that i do not want to reschedule yeah and i won't necessarily admit it on the podcast because i know that if if my dad really asked me i'll tell him but i'm like hey this is my life i don't want to see you for easter i don't want to see you for saint patrick's day not every fucking holiday has to be with you we did that over covid and i was miserable by the time we got to christmas so how about you know, you let, like, I, I don't, don't get me wrong. I love spending time with my parents and the joy that, you know, that, that is brought when, when yeah. we're together, like we, ha- we end up having so much fun. We never take pictures. Uh, we have the last five years, we have not taken a single goddamn picture of us together. Cause we're just too busy, like talking and having fun, yeah. and, like engaging, engaging with each other. So just when I can go, I will go. And I'm not purposely not seeing you. But like, hey, I kind of feel my sister a bit. When I show up, I don't mind doing work and I don't mind cooking all the meals. I actually really enjoyed that. But yeah. it is not really a restful time. And yeah. it's the only thing that, that honestly, that, that, that going to visit my parents gets is like, I don't drink when I'm there. So I'd like, I dry out for a little bit and I get really good consistent sleep because like when you're not drinking or living in New York City, it's really hard to for me to be like yeah i'm gonna stay up till 11 like nah, i'll just go to bed at 10 whatever i'll just wake yeah. up you know whatever so it's i get that i get that and don't get me wrong i do love visiting my parents i do love spending holidays with them but like hey like i at, at one of these times i think next year might be the year that i just do thanksgiving in new york city and i just not spend it with anybody because yeah. i really feel like doing thanksgiving at angie's parents house is kind of cheapened because we really get to spend a little bit of time there and it's like a long way to travel for three days and i'm like eh, that's and they get kind of salty about that too they're like, like oh why don't you come for christmas it's like well we already made like yeah dynamics no i hear you like when i told my parents that we were spending christmas with them so we were going to do um thanksgiving with my partner's family my mom was like well why can't you just come here for both christmas and thanksgiving and i was like that's not fair to my partner and their parents like you know they should be able to see them too and she 
got all in a huff and like all this stuff. And I was like, okay, well, potential compromises. We go to both for both because I can work <laughs> remote and yeah. I don't mind doing both. And my partner was like, well, <laughs> let's just go to um, your parents' house for like a day or two for Thanksgiving. And then we just won't go to my parents' house at Christmas. And I was like, is that okay? And they're like, yeah, as long as I get to see my parents for like a holiday, it's better than nothing. And I was like, oh, but that's so like, because I, you know, yeah. they're like, I just hope my mom doesn't feel bad because like we're spending essentially two holidays and my parents came with us to Thanksgiving <laughs> at their house. So, you know, it's like, again, I love spending time with my mom, love my mom, love all of that stuff. But it's just like, you know, at some point we just have to like, like I'm getting married to this person. Like we need yeah. to, to be respectful of the fact that like they should be able to spend holidays with their loved ones too. And like right. their parents or my partner's parents are going to be, um, they're going to be going to Portland to visit their other son right. for Christmas. So it's like, you know, we're not going to see them at all. Right. And so really, that's just the only time that my partner has with their parents for the holidays. And how would my mom feel about that? Yeah, right. Especially since my mom has access to my brother anytime because my brother lives in Las mm -hmm. Vegas with her. Not with her, but yeah, like, but like in and around here. Yeah, it's uh, yeah. And I think I think something that frustrates me is that I know for a fact that my parents don't really go anywhere or do anything yeah whereas like initially we were going to go to la this year and then angie's dad moves to houston so then we're going to houston but he splits his time between la and houston so there was this giant miscommunication about when we're showing up what we're doing and who we're going to be with oh that's a lot we're going to houston every year it's every fucking year <sighs> and then and then you know, they, they always want to travel afterwards, but we're going to Colombia this year. And I was just like, Colombia, Colombia. I've been saying it wrong. And everyone's like Columbia, Washington, or like Columbia Ugh. university. I'm like, no, it's Colombia, Colombia. I'm saying it wrong. I'm, I know Ugh. it's embarrassing, but I'm like, no, the country. And it's just like every trying to plan anything with my parents is like, Hey, we're going to do this this time. They're like, yes, we will set aside our schedule doing yeah. that with Angie's family is like, maybe I'm like fuck every time yeah and I, and I get it they're they're you know it's exciting that they're that they moved to houston i guess why houston doesn't angie's parents have like a business <sighs> over in la are they so doing that so this is a lot of questions have come from my side of the family and from internally just being like why houston yeah, there is a huge I mean, a, there is a there is a huge Asian population in Houston in general, and it's a port city. So I think it has to deal with something with the supply chain. Like it's easier to get stuff imported to Houston than it is to get it imported to California. Sure. And I think that they're moving the operations of their um, their biggest ticket item, which is their dry roasted seaweed, and I think they're moving production to Houston. That's why. So they're still going to have the restaurant in California. They're still going to have the uh the import company in california because that's still you know major ticket but they're opening up operations in houston 
in like a way to also do just distribution to Houston because I'm sure that Houston wants, you know, organic Korean food and like liquor and stuff like that. And it's cheaper to, it's taxes wise, it's cheaper to do stuff in Houston, like for production. So, but why does he have to move there though? I think <laughs> that and, is my question. And I think this is unconfirmed. Oh, and I will absolutely confirm um with francis i love love that guy a lot he's a sweet guy he's one of my favorite people to see um i think that he needed a little distance from his family because he runs the company with his family Mm. his oldest sister is the one who runs like the import business so i think it's kind of good for him to get out unconfirmed mind you and sounds fair Sounds fair. I, you know, we have plenty of questions, you know, I mean, it's also, it's also one of those things too, when it's like, oh yeah, why are you going to Houston? Angie's family. I thought they were in California. Yeah. And they still are. And they still are. But, you know, there's also, there's also um, some of Angie's family and I think Angie's, uh, Angie's dad's sister and then Angie's mom's sister both live in Texas. Mind you, far apart because there's, Texas is a big, place but sure. I'm, I'm i'm you know i i haven't spent any time in texas since like 2005 oh, okay so this will be this will be interesting like i've played i've played gig, actually that's a lot i've played gigs in texas and i've flown into texas but like i haven't like done a ton of stuff so we're gonna go check the town in houston there's apparently mm-hmm. four downtowns there's like really good vietnamese food there's really good korean food ah it's i spent too much money last month on everyone's fucking christmas and birthday presents so i'm just don't want to spend any money so i'm like mm, all right that's fair yeah but i will say unlike last year i this year i actually asked for presents like instead of saying i don't want anything i was like i actually want presents and everyone delivered so much and it wasn't even crazy shit either like Angie got me this really nice, uh, this really nice um, beer glass that has Darth Vader on it and says Cute. Andrew on it. I got a ton of hot sauces, a barbecue sauce that I love. Um, I got some workout socks, which I desperately needed. And uh, yeah, like, ev- and Angie got me uh, Michigan sweatpants, which is what I really wanted. Okay. And so, and everything I got was like, I'm going like to- Like University of Michigan? Yeah, University of Michigan. I'm okay. like- Everything that I got this year, I am going to be able to use within this month, if not next. I've actually been treating myself, so I don't know if we do this, to some hot chocolates when I'm feeling a little, wow. like, kind of down. Yeah, my mom just got me some a bunch of nice hot chocolate mixes. And I was like, today I had a kind of weird day at work. I was like, I'm going to have a 3 p.m. hot chocolate. No there one can go. stop me. Yeah. No no one can stop you. That is 100% accurate. No Only one. you can prevent forest fires. And I prevented none of them because I'm drinking my hot chalky, which go. has been nice. What is what is on have uh, so 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 Dan, you're you're gonna go sit on Santa's lap and say, hey, is that a, is that a candy cane in your pocket? Or are you you're just excited to see me? Oh no. Um, uh, what 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 are you what are your Christmas wishes this year? Um, I don't really know. I'm always so bad at like remembering what i want and it's funny because i had this conversation in my head like either yesterday or earlier today i was like i'm gonna ask for these things the next time somebody asks me what i want and i just never wrote them down so now i don't remember and i probably won't remember until i remember what i needed 
been for again the um my mom has already said that she's going to get me the headphones that i want which is <sighs> nice that's fantastic what uh, kind of headphones are they they are the bose ha- gaming headset oh i'm gonna try those out Ooh. hopefully they work out better than the arctic nines that i got like last year because those were fantastic probably the best headphones i've ever mm. tried except they're so tight on my head that they just were not realistic for for long-term use yeah you gotta you gotta be careful of the head it's important and it's one of those things where it's and it's not necessarily that like it just wasn't wide enough you know what i mean like because you can't adjust that headset it's like one size fits all but i was like i'm not the person that ever fits into one size fits all you know yeah and you know, I uh, I, ha- I I'm hoping that it has a nice uh, has a nice uh, microphone. Uh, you know, for our podcast. Yeah, I'm sure it will. I've heard really good things about all of it. I know that because the microphone detaches when you're using it in um, Bluetooth mode, aka because it's un it's unwired. Mm-hmm. Like nice. you can take the wire out whenever you want. Uh, but whenever you want to use the gaming microphone you have to plug in right mm-hmm, um mm-hmm. and when you do that it has a bluetooth microphone which is oh. so you can use alexa or siri or whatever it is on your phone if you're walking around town you can use that too it's just not as good as the the gaming one so i'm hoping that the gaming one is like sure. really high quality oh that's so nice oh i like yeah. that Man, I that, that that sounds so good. I uh yeah, I think I think this is going to be a much better year than last year just in general. Oh, I hope so, honestly. Like, <laughs> don't need another year of my whole family catching covid and like stressing about that. I know. Now with this Omicron variant, I mean, I, I... was going to say for our for our news topic of the of the week, Omicron virus has been circulating in California for longer than yeah. we thought. Did you and read that? Yes, I did. And there was someone that uh, flew to New York City from Minnesota who has it that got that mm. might have gotten people sick at Anime Con or whatever. And I'm like, not Anime I... Con or whatever comic-con yeah no, I'm, just, I'm just like I'm just oh not like, Amber. yeah whatever yeah. it was it was something and i'm like thank god i got boosted but then they're like yeah this might not work this might not be uh the boosters might not work i'm like oh. then, then why did i have a sore ass arm for a week like i know i got my booster shot when i was in vegas and i didn't feel anything for the uh the first two boosters but i felt this one like i was very fatigued yeah so the so i uh i just like scheduled myself at a cvs at my nightmare cvs they were actually great about it oh my god i know they were great about it though and they and they gave me the shot when you think he's out they pull him back pull him right back in well because (laughs) it was like my mom's like you need to get boosted before you come visit us i'm like that's fine and the only place that was open that had one for free like in a day on on that monday of thanksgiving was cvs like fine i'll just fucking do it yeah and they actually did it really quickly it was fine um and then i was like ah, let me go work out afterwards i'm right next to my gym i go work out and i get back from working out and i'm like 
I don't feel good. And I was like, yeah. I'm probably super dehydrated and I need food. So I like, I ate, yeah. I drank a ton of water and then I still didn't like feel super good. And I was like, okay, I really should just like take a nap. So I took a nap and I was fine. But my arm was sore until basically Saturday of last week, mm. which it was like, I was like, Ugh. but I also like, I, if there's so much, it's like everybody's body obviously does everything a little differently. And so my brother-in-law who got Johnson and Johnson also got the Pfizer um, booster, booster. But then, like, was like, yeah, I felt nothing. I was like, man, like, my arm was sore. Like, I had no other symptoms. I was a little nauseous the day of, but that was, like, my own damn fault because I went to the gym like a monster. So, you know, I, you know, just just get, you know, as we've been saying this entire goddamn time, just get vaxxed, you know, wear your mask. You know, if anything, I was actually a little uncomfortable last weekend when I played a wedding gig and no one was wearing a mask, like, and we're supposed to wear it on the bandstand. And that was really disappointing. I mean, it's so it's getting so popular outside of New York to like not. I feel like New York has really acclimated to to like the the mask culture. Although I haven't yes. been here for two weeks, so who knows? No, but, I mean it's they, there was actually a day where there were no COVID deaths at all. Wow, and nice so it's because we have ninety percent vaccination rate, and everyone wears masks. I mean, people yeah. still don't wear masks on the train, which I'm like girl i'm gonna wear a mask on the train no matter like even when we're out of a pandemic because it's like yeah. the train but it's like it, i feel like we're not so cavalier uh we're not so cavalier here and it's like i i think a lot of it for me of when i have no problem wearing a mask anywhere that i'm asked to wear a mask I've only just recently started not wearing it at the gym, but like I really have no problem wearing it wherever it is because i remember the first few months of covid and how scary it was and like I don't want that to happen again. That that was terrifying. I hear you. I think for me, like, because I, I felt a little guilty on my trips because, you know, like when you get into like a habit. Yeah, of course. It's hard to like adjust. And so my habit is before I leave the house, go in, get your or not go in but like go to like the bookcase get your mask from the bookcase and then go to wherever you need to go however there was no bookcase in las vegas or Mm. california and so i kept fucking forgetting my mask everywhere and then i was like eventually i just left it in my i would just leave it in my um pocket of like my sweatshirt or whatever I was wearing and mm-hmm. just hope that like that's the one that I picked to go to wherever I needed to otherwise I would need to ask for one when I got to the restaurant or the location I was like I'm not trying to be terrible I'm just uh, very forgetful when I'm not in my element yeah and it's uh now that they're kind of imposing other mask restrict- restrictions I'm kind of like all right like I am going to I'm going to a show tomorrow and uh you know, if they're gonna be like, "Hey, if you wear a mask at this person's show," I'm like, "That's fine." I just, it's, I always have one in my pocket, no matter where I'm going, anyways. Um, yeah, I just, yeah, I, I'm, I'm less worried about me catching it than someone else giving it to me. You know what I'm saying? Oh yeah, yeah. And I've seen just enough people like not wearing masks all the time, and I'm like, eh. like on the train and shit. I'm like, oh, not my, not my thing. I'm just like. Even if I didn't want to wear it, I would still wear it because 
I don't want to make other like it's just so selfish. It's like you're gonna yes. make other. Not only can you make other people sick, but you're just making other people feel uncomfortable. But I guess if you don't care about potentially passing on like a deadly disease to them, you also don't care about if they feel uncomfortable around you. Right, and and it is it is really like I don't understand. I think there's a part of me that's like looking at people when I like I'm coming home late night or whatever, and there's people on the train not wearing a mask, but that every other person is. Do you not notice people looking at you, being like, "What the fuck are you doing?" Like I wouldn't be able to handle that. Like, and I I mean I give dirty looks. I'm like, "What the fuck are you doing?" You have to. It says you have to wear a mask. I mean, of course, they don't have mask police on the train, and I'm not really gonna say anything to anybody. Yeah. Like, what the fuck are you doing? I was gonna say I I do not have a good poker face. If somebody's like not wearing a mask, I will stare and be like, "So this is you? This is who you are?" <laughs> the, um, um, sir, sir or ma'am or they, they, them, and everyone. Uh, this is this is not a Wendy's. You need to put your mask on. Yeah, you've made a choice. It was not correct. Try again. This is the wrong. <laughs> you oh, get gosh. a do over today, please take it that's i yeah i agree i agree and you know but, what, please wash but hands. i will also say this i have forgotten my mask not realized it until i got to the train and then had to be that person filled with but i was also very like clearly um bothered by not having one and i had my like face covered with my shirt the whole time you know what i mean so oh like, yeah just being brazen about like yeah fuck mass i was like fuck i forgot it i'm gonna just cover my face with my shirt until i get to a place where i can buy one yeah that's uh, actually believe it or not there were people there was a whole family of people on my amtrak train that didn't that came on without masks and like they were gonna kick them off the train because they had bought a ticket but they just like sat there like like this i'm like do you not know your fucking track? It literally tells yeah. you in the in the email that they send you with the ticket. You have to wear a mask on the train. What the fuck is wrong with you? People don't listen. They want to be the exception to the situation, not like a part of the solution. It's not comfortable to wear a mask. It's you know, not. But I don't you like just it. have to do, do it. it. Like, get the S- fuck over it. Social responsibility. We screamed about this a lot, but it's like it's just social responsibility. I mean, and it goes back to what we also talked about before, where it's like, imagine everybody listened the first time. Yeah. You know, don't be mad now for decisions you failed to make months ago. Yep. This is a, a Karen. This is your fault. Yeah. Gosh. And well, with that. And with that. Thanks, everyone, for listening. As always, please, please, please feel free to follow us on Instagram at we're underscore over underscore it. You can also find us on Patreon at patreon.com slash over it for bloopers, deep dives, and other exclusive content. You can also find all of our social media links via Patreon as well. And wish we had better audio. Well, us too. Help us deliver high-quality content by making a one-time donation at either our Anchor page or via Kofi.com. That is K-O-F-I.com slash overit with Dandrew. That's all one word, and that's D-A-N-D-R-E-W. Finally, please take a few minutes to give us not a one, not a two, but a five-star review on iTunes Podcast. 
The reviews really help us grow our membership and connect with other folks who are also over it. With that, I'm Dan. I'm Andrew. And we're over it. it.